Hey teachers, Tarun Stevenson here for Karma Classrooms. In this episode, I want to talk about the topic of teaching less and coaching more. Let's get into it. Okay, here we go. I want to talk about a topic called teaching less and coaching more. And that might sound a little bit counterintuitive seeing I'm talking to teachers. But I think that there is a very distinct difference between a coach and a teacher. And when it comes to behavior management or managing difficult behavior with children, I find that the techniques used by the coaching profession are far more effective than the techniques often used by the teaching profession. And I'm going to explain to you why and give you some tips of how you can implement this in your classroom. Okay, before I do that, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on whichever channel you're tuning in so that you'll get all our episodes as we put them out every single week. All right, so what do I mean by teaching less and coaching more? Okay, the, the two distinct differences between teaching and coaching is this. Coaching is really about facilitating a process whereby which the individual self-assesses and self-identifies the areas that they need to change and then takes about steps of uh, changing that. What co the coaching profession actually uh, says is this, that you don't have to be an expert in the field of discipline to coach somebody. You have to be an expert in helping them self-evaluate. And very often you'll find this with, say, sports coaches. They're not they were not necessarily the best players on the field. Some of them were never got to a professional level, but they know how to elicit the best, best responses from their elite players. And really, I'm going to show you some techniques of how you can do this. It's really understanding that your job as a teacher is to facilitate a conversation with your students that helps them recognize the problem in themselves, recognize a solution that they can actually take a hold of, and then support them through the management of that solution. And uh, when you do that, you'll find that actually change sticks. When people self-recognize and they self-regulate their own change, the change actually sticks more than if they're told that they need to change and we, we teach them uh, what the change needs to be and we teach them what the solution needs to be and then we enforce it by way of rules or consequences what you will find is that it sticks less okay so teaching tends to be more about giving information about uh, knowledge that needs to be acquired or it, uh, telling a student what they've done wrong helping them to identify what the problem is and as teachers part of our job is of course to disseminate information and to show people, uh, show our students uh, the knowledge that they need. But when it comes to behavior management, sometimes we can get into the mode of telling. You should not be doing that, or you shouldn't be talking like that, or you shouldn't be acting like that. And so we tell them what they need to hear, and then we tell them how they should be behaved. I don't want you to behave like this. I want you to behave like that. I want you to put up your hand. I don't want you to talk back to me. I want you to sit down in your seat. And so we tell them what behavior, and then we put in a system of rules to enforce that behavior. Now, I'm all about rules, and I'm all about enforcing rules. But if that's the only method that we use, uh, we will find that long-term change doesn't stick. And so when we start having conversations with students, the first thing we need to understand is that to be a more effective coach, if you're trying to coach them through behavioral change. You need to get good at asking questions, not just telling them what they should do. Tell me about what you think went wrong in this situation. 
Tell me why you think we need to have a conversation. Tell me why it was a problem for you to do what you did. Tell me what consequences might have come from that. Who might it have hurt? Uh, ask lots and lots and lots of questions. I mean, the, I, I did a video on my leadership channel just recently on the five whys method. And this is a method that corporations use to investigate dysfunction in their systems. And they ask why five times. They don't stop at the first why. They keep asking. And this can be true of behavior management too. If you get into the habit of saying, okay, tell me about what happened. Then say, okay, tell me why you think that happened. Okay, tell me why you think that happened and ask why five times. What you're asking them to do is drill down on their motivations. And when they recognize their motivations, what they will be able to do is self-correct more effectively. I even do this with teachers. When I coach teachers on their behavior management practice, I will observe them and then I'll spend the first 30 minutes of our conversation just asking questions. Tell me what you think went well. Tell me what you think went badly. Tell me why you thought, thought it went badly. What was it about your method that you think didn't go well? And very often the teachers will say to me, just tell me what I did wrong. And, but you need to avoid that uh, impulse to tell them and say, okay, no, I'm not gonna tell you what, what went wrong. I want you to see if you can identify it. And that's the same kind of technique you need to use with managing dysfunctional behaviors. You need to help them identify what went wrong for themselves because then it's more likely to stick. So get good at questioning and spend less time telling. Once you get to the place where they identify the problem, what you've got to then ask them to do is to buy into a solution. So, okay, now you identify it as a problem. Do you agree that we need to find a solution to this? Okay, we start the question again. Okay, what do you think you could do to fix this? Okay, tell me more and go down, drill down more. Okay, tell me more. How would that, what would that look like if you were changing your behavior? What would it feel like? What would it sound like? How would I know if you've changed your behavior? How will you know if you're being successful? Keep asking questions about the solution. Help them identify the problem. Help them identify the solution. And then you can actually get them to buy into the change that is necessary for their behavior to change. And the, the last thing you can do is to help them map out a plan. Okay, what's the first step that we're going to do to make this happen? Okay, and write this down. Okay, what's the second step we're going to do? Write it down. What's the fourth step? And then you need to just keep coming back to the plan. Whenever the behavior raises its head, say, hey, remember our plan? Now we identified that this is the problem. We said that this is the solution. So step one is this, step two is this, and step three is this. If they're in the habit of calling out, okay, remember our, we explained why this is a problem. Okay, what are we gonna do? The first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna take a deep breath and we're gonna control our impulse to call out. The second thing we're gonna do is we're gonna raise our hand. The third thing we're gonna do is we're gonna wait patiently until the teacher talks to us. And the fourth thing we're gonna do is when we have the opportunity to speak, we're gonna speak. Okay, so help them to map out a plan. This is what coaches do. They help identify the challenge within a player or within, you know, I do business coaching and leadership coaching. Identify the personality dysfunction or the leadership dysfunction in the person. Help them self-identify. Help them to identify a solution and help them to map out a plan of rectifying the problem in the long term. If you take that approach to managing complex behavior or repetitive behavior, what you'll find is that it's more likely to stick. Uh, children are more likely to want to work with you and more likely uh, to actually put in the effort to rectifying their behavior 
rather than if we just tell them you did the wrong thing this is what I want you to do and we have a bunch of rules and regulations to enforce it that has short-term value but it definitely doesn't help you with long-term change so that's three ways that you can teach less and coach more and I hope that you found that really helpful uh, make sure you share this with somebody who you think would benefit and until next time I'm Tarun Stevenson Thank you.